0: everyone, welcome to Total Running Club's podcast. I'm Jeff Ross and my guest today is the founder of My Bowen Therapy, a Malaysian-based business which specializes in soft tissue therapy. Hi Lorna, welcome to the podcast. Hi Jeff. Now, Lorna is Scottish like me so you might not understand either of us if we speak a lot of Scottish so we'll We'll speak clearly, and we won't be swearing as much as we usually do, okay <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's early in the day, so Lorna hasn't started drinking yet, so we're okay. <laughs> okay, back to business. let's get serious uh, so Lorna, I know a bit about bone therapy. I'm fortunate to have uh, been one of your customers for many, many years. Thank you. Uh, but for most people who maybe haven't yet heard about it, I'd like to get straight into the topic, um, firstly, of how you discovered Boring Therapy and also explaining to us what exactly it is. So I know it's a really personal story for you and I'm hoping that you're willing to to share that with with us all, please.
1: Yeah, no problem. And if I'm boring you, tell me to stop. Right. Um, how I discovered Bowen, that was back in 2007 when my mum was in stage four cancer. Now, Bowen's obviously not going to cure cancer. However, she was in a lot of pain because the cancer had spread from her breast to her bones. And even though she was taking morphine tablets, she was still in pain, it just made her feel very sleepy. So long story short, at that time I was living in the Middle East, I was living in Dubai and had an Australian friend who used to go to the Hocus Pocus woman. Now I'm the Hocus Pocus woman. (laughs) and um, so desperate as we are you know when a loved one's in pain I phoned her and said you know you think this this, this your your hocus pocus woman can help and she went well one thing's for sure she's not going to do her any harm and um, so I took her along and mum got bone therapy at the point I thought it was bone therapy so I misheard that as well <laughs> best mistake I've ever made mishearing that so the next day, I mean, even though she, she, that evening got very, very tired, the next day she was walking around pain-free. And we were like, whoa, you know, in Scotland, we don't have any natural or complementary or alternative kind of therapies there. It's very mainstream, very Western medicine. So we were bowled over. And, yeah, that's when I discovered it. And, of course, curiosity starts... Find it out as much as I can. Um, you know, my youngest son, Kieran, so he he was diagnosed with learning difficulties. And in my investigation, looking into pollen therapy, I found out it it was helping kids with dyslexia. Okay. So I embarked on learning it. I really for my son. And what happened during there was, as you were learning it, you needed to find people that had carpal tunnel, back pain, neck pain, lots of different symptoms, and start working on them as case studies, because you know, obviously mm-hmm. we go by working on people. And then it grew arms and legs from there, like, you know, complete strangers were phoning and saying, you oh, know, call Lorna, she might help you with your back, you know, and then that's when it ultimately ended up becoming a business. Right, yeah. right.
0: Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> come to- on to We'll come on to the business side uh, in a second. Definitely want to talk about that. Um, so uh, I still don't know what it is. What 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 is it? If it's not if it's hocus pocus or not hocus pocus, what hocus-pocus.
1: is it? <laughs> so what it is? It's actually quite hard. Like for for somebody to understand at the beginning how it works, it's very difficult when they still see that their head and their feet are separate, and they're not right. As I say to clients every day, we're not born in a jigsaw box. Everything works as one big structure. And in the words of, you know, other therapists that have used um, that structure governs function. Okay. Okay. What I mean by that is let's think of our structure as the skeleton and all the soft tissue. Okay. Okay we've been under this kind of common misconception that the the bones are what give us our alignment. Now, what we've got to understand is the bones, especially like the vertebrae, they're not fused together. They're all separate entities and they're held together by soft tissue. Right? So if we take the pressure off the soft tissue, it'll take the pressure off the structure. You following me?
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. So with Bowen therapy, what we are doing is we are finding soft tissue muscles that are that are misfiring, if you like, just like a computer, we get glitches because it's all electrical impulses at work. So say like, see yourself, Jeff, you're lying on the treatment bed and your tricep or your bicep stuck in spasm, but you're not firing it. That's a glitch. Okay. So we need to find these muscles that are stuck in spasm and are shortening, if you like, and pulling on the structure, which will have a knock on effect very remote from it. So using Bowen therapy, we're actually like the stimulus. We just we just basically are the one that pokes the fire Got
0: and it. then the
1: body takes over.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I I have experience with it. I, I don't know how many sessions I've done with you guys. Probably forty. Uh, I mean, I've done a lot, right, over the, the last years. Three, four yeah. years. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I've I've experienced it firsthand, and and, and I believe in it. And uh, it's instant.
1: If you can, yeah. It's instant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So remind me when was it you first discovered it with with your mum? When was that? 2007. Okay, so 2007. So we're we're 14 years on. So back back in 2007 was that um, the start of Bowen, or had it has it been around a long time?
1: No, it started getting taught back in the late 1980s when Tom oh. Bowen died. Right. So the Bowen therapy is named after Tom Bowen, who developed the technique. Okay, so it's a very do you know
0: do you know how he developed it because it's such a unusual technique? How did it start? Do you know?
1: Well, like you know, stories grow arms and legs. It's like uh, I can't <laughs> tell you what, I can't speak to Tom Bone firsthand to find out the information. But what what I know of is he used to work with um, a local football team, right? Okay. And he obviously made a connection between. I, like, you know, a dysfunction on one side of the body is having a dysfunction some you know, is causing a, a symptom elsewhere obviously mm-hmm. what about himself he didn't know what fascia was back in the 50s and the 60s he didn't know and then he was cheating horses as well now the you know if you, you go delving into it it's he spoke to other people who helped him develop the actual technique the, the move he also did a lot of self-studying he was studying books on acupuncture shiatsu and it's you know if you look at bone therapy if you got sort of acupuncture, chiropractor, physio, put everything together and kind of shook it all around you would probably come up with bone therapy. It's completely okay. unique. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay. Great. So you developed that into a business in 2015? If, if Accidentally. <laughs> Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? yeah. No, it was well. never
1: intended to be a business. It was intended to help my son and then then, yeah. you know, he he's the, the youngest equine bone therapist in the world now, you know, but but fixing people's backs now, it's very hard having a skill. When somebody needs help, you might be able to help them. Well, now I know that there's a good chance that probably you can help them. Yeah. So it's kind of just exploded since there.
0: So... A question I I bet many people do ask you, or if not, I want to ask you anyway, but what's the most miraculous healing that you've managed to do for someone?
1: I have seen people drag their leg in with sciatica, you know, and I've seen grown men cry, and then I've watched them walk out straight, and I've maybe just touched them maybe two or two, three, four times sometimes. If the body's in, what, like, you know, sympathetic dominance so your your nervous system basically most people have heard of fight or flight and rest and digest that's a common terminology Mm -hmm. the medical terminology is sympathetic and parasympathetic right so once you kind of calm down the ans And generally, tell tells the brain, is over. And you can just see, you know, muscles come out of contraction and calm down. So that's pretty miraculous, watching somebody practically crawl in and walk out. We've seen it with wheelchairs. I mean, obviously, they're not paralyzed coming in a wheelchair, but they're in a lot of pain. And then to watch them walk out again as well, yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Must be a nice feeling, yeah.
1: Yeah. Even, even, you know, frozen shoulders, I mean, that's a very general term. It's like, you know, lack of friction. By the time it gets to somebody's shoulder stuck, nine times out of 10, they've got history of a back issue. Now that over time has just pulled and pulled and caused compensation patterns. So by the time it hits the shoulder, we're years in the making, mm-hmm. so we want to slip it back. But even that, you know, to see somebody's range go up by about 30, 40% with it just by releasing the deltoid, often on the opposite side is pretty cool.
0: Uh, Well, funnily enough, that that was when I first came to see you, I had a frozen shoulder and and you fixed it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you had a recurrent hamstring injury, which transpires out it wasn't your hamstring.
0: That's right, that is absolutely right, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I I like the way you summed up when you said it's sort of a mixture of of Cairo, osteo, all of the different medical practices that are out there, and I I think... uh, I mean, I'm absolutely no expert. And I think there's a lot of um, terminology that gets thrown around and people get confused easily. So um, do, how, how do the how do the mainstream medical profession feel about Bowen?
1: Depends on the country. I mean, there's a lot of doctors and a lot of nurses that actually have learned Bowen. If you go on the internet, you're going to find lots of doctors. Some of them are using it for things like, fertility problems to digestive issues yes it's not just skeletal mm-hmm. issues whereas that's what i feel that you know that's our big speciality that we're we that we deal with in the center mm-hmm. here the digestive and all the rest of it comes along as like a nice side effect if you like yeah and um, you know once they're the soft tissue calms down and so does the rest of the systems, right? But with mainstream media, we get a lot of referrals coming now into Malaysia from doctors. Any good surgeon will always say surgery is the last option. Now, physiotherapists, you should know it's all it's a, it's a team of physiotherapists that we've got working in the center. So I also learn how they would approach it from a physiotherapy kind of mythology compared to Boeing. Um what the, the main difference is is with bowen we 're looking at the body as a whole, very holistic mm-hmm. Um, whereas with physiotherapy they 're very much targeting the area of pain and dysfunction, yeah. whereas n- most of the time we 're like, yeah, I know you're sore there, but I 'm more interested in what 's going on down here
0: yeah yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense to yeah. me um. I get a lot of runners, and we'll talk about running in a second. Uh, so at my classes, I get a lot of runners. Jeff, I got a sore knee, or I got I got shin splints, or I've got your plantar, palms, and uh, <laughs> and I always say, oh, it's probably your back. <laughs> yeah, you know?
1: you shin splints, especially. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and uh, to me that's fascinating, and uh, I probably wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't have experienced it myself. But mm. it makes sense to me that that, that things are tied in and. Uh, I mean, I've seen how it works and, it, and it is, it's amazing. Yeah. So, so let's talk about running. Um, I, I've referred plenty of runners or at least a good handful of runners to, to you. And I'm sure you get many athletes and sporty people coming yeah. directly. So with, with running specifically, is there a common or the three most common injuries? What are they that, that come to you?
1: Right. Hamstring pulls. And I'm going to okay. put hamstring pulls. I'm going to do this because often people will come in and say I've got very tight hamstrings, right? Okay. On palpation, it's more the caps, the gastromania that we'll be feeling it from, okay? Mm. It depends on if they're a trail runner or if they're a road runner or a sprinter. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. You, you see the body compensate in different ways, right? And I love working with athletes. You know I do because you guys are so demanding on your body. And we have to really start trying to think, okay, it's like, you know, you're going to go out and you're going to re-injure. How can I assist you to keep training yeah. and reach your PBs? Last week, I actually, there's going to be a video coming up soon. I had a girl, a weightlifter, who had had, I think, three or four sessions of bone and she just pulled a personal best and she couldn't believe it, right? <laughs> and that's exactly, you know, but even she'll have different injuries. Like your trail runners... With Something with runners that I always say to them to look out for is, when we run and we want to be really efficient, we know we need to be nice and straight, head forward, looking yourself But You'll notice that some runners kind of tilt forward a little bit. You must notice that when you're doing your classes, do you? That some people yeah. are kind of looking down and other people are straight. Yeah.
0: looking down, right. yes. Yeah. Yeah. See,
1: the ones that kind of looking down, a good indication that there is some sort of soft tissue pull going on is if they straighten up and they continue running and they mm-hmm. find it even more difficult but go back into that kind of little forward looking down and get a burst of energy that's a good sign that they're getting too tight round about the pelvis and that seems to happen more with the trail runners you know how they're constantly having to look down where okay. they're placed their feet? yeah mm-hmm. so in effect it's like sitting at a computer you know they're hunched over as they're doing their running but they're watching where their footfall is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right okay. Another
0: so hamstrings
1: Ankle injuries, right? If if you're a runner and you are prone to ankle injuries, your body's too tight. Yeah, it's it's too tight. There's something going on further up the line that is not giving you that flexibility and that give. So if you roll your ankle, you should get off with it rather than bang. It was a big one. Yeah. Okay. So all kind of little subtle things, you know. If we learn to read the body, prevention's better than cure. Mm-hmm. And you'll and you'll know yourself when you get Bowen and even like Team GB, the ones that are using it there, and the athletes that are using it worldwide, are finding their bodies more efficient. You'll find that yourself. Your recovery time is it, it changes yeah. mentally.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. And so, I mean, none of us want to get injured. So, is there any tips you can give to runners specifically that might help us prevent um, regular injury?
1: Right. First of all. You've got to make sure that you're you're stretching, right? Now, you lot can be quite tenacious (laughs) and really push yourselves. Please don't overstretch. Now, by that I mean and not doing too much stretching. I watch, especially athletes. You know, everybody's like got it, and that no pain, no gain is actually nonsense. Your body's trying to tell you, right? And and they'll stretch and they'll push and they'll push, thinking, oh, that feels really good. Yeah, for a few minutes. But the fascia is what we're working with. The fascia that's running through all the muscles just goes back into protection mode. And then they're back where they start from again, yeah? Mm -hmm. Another stretch that I see all the time being done in gyms, and I personally hate this stretch, is one for your piriformis. You know, when somebody would lie flat, cross the leg over in the pool on the opposite leg, I hate it. It just puts the piriformis into into spasm, And then that affects a lot of runners as well. Because I see them thinking, oh, I've got to stretch my glutes. They're just overstretching. So that's, so that's a big thing to
0: avoid. What about sort of day-to-day routine? So, if, if your average person's sitting in an office a lot, is there anything we can do to help our posture yeah. and dynamics?
1: Get up every thirty minutes and move. We are <laughs> not yeah. designed. That that the human animal is not designed for this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And even even this forward kind of hunching over, think how tight that's going to make you. In the hmm. super front line without getting too technical, you know, there's there's a line that goes all the way down the front past our pelvis into the shins. If this is too tight, they're gonna be prone to getting pains in the shins, tight ankles, knee pain. Yeah.
0: So some very simple tips, basically, if I understand that right, um, to help prevent injury is simply just moving around more, making and sure height your height posture
1: height is good yeah it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I've got a couple of specific questions for you, Lorna. Um, this one, I think you influenced my thinking on this a long time ago. So, uh, your opinion and uh, the truths or, or non-truths around RICE, around the acronym of oh, yes. ice RICE, Compression, Elevate. So every doctor tells you immediately to ice something and most most runners that i train they make a little niggle and okay i'm going to go home and ice that and i don't agree with that anymore can you explain why you've persuaded me not to agree with that
1: right well we'll start with the doctor who developed the whole concept of rice which is rice ice sorry rest ice compression elevation Right, and the doctor was called Dr. Gabe Merkin, M I R K I N. Okay, now you can go on his website. So if you just put in Dr. Gabe Merkin and then put rice after it, you'll go straight to his website where he actually says that when he wrote his best selling book in the 1970s, what year are we on now? 2021, 1970s. Yeah, it's just about as old as me and you, Jeff.
0: That's not quite
1: <laughs> <laughs> when he wrote that book. This was his understanding, right? In 2014, I think it was, he actually went public at a fascia. Again, this is what we're really dealing with, fascia. At conference, he said he got it wrong. He now knows that rest and icing slows down the healing process. Now, I can explain from our understanding as to why. Quite simply, we've got to see our bodies as being able to do so much to repair and self-regulate in the right condition okay and we've not been taught this we've been kind of taught we're helpless really right so think of if you twist your ankle if i twist my ankle we're going to get exactly the same response we're going to get a swollen ankle that's not an accident my brain knows what it needs to do your brain knows what it needs to do right so when we come along and we've got this inflammation my acute inflammation is not the bad guy we need inflammation to heal okay so acute means that it's just happened. A lot of people think acute means it's very high pain. No, acute means just happened, Chronic's old. Okay. So acute inflammation is what the body's needing to repair the tissue. Now it's going to put lymphatic flow and blood circulation there. You need all the nutrients and everything to heal the, the tissue, right? Yeah. They're both liquids. What happens to liquid when you freeze it? <laughs> common sense yeah? yeah so yeah. so coming along and slapping icing it they're just delaying the nutrients get in there and that's why we've all got one old auntie at least that's a very good weather forecaster that can tell us when it's going to rain because her old injury from 20 years ago plays up every time the weather changes you know it's because it's not properly healed right? so if, but, if
0: we do twist an ankle and, and get swelling what do we do
1: you know what that to do, don't you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have, don't, I mean, any icing after the first few hours, it's not going to help. It's going to hinder. Yes, at the start, do it to numb the pain. Of course, nobody wants to be in pain, but your body will let you know how much pressure you can put on something, right? We don't want to stop that inflammation. We want the body to heal it. And you know yourself, if you let it do it, it's very short doesn't last for for days and days. It goes very, very quickly. Organic apple cider vinegar, as quirky as this sounds, does the biz amazingly. Yeah, I mean, you've done it yourself. Shake it, get all the nutrients, dampen a cloth and get it on that injured area and leave it on for about four to six hours with some cling wrap and just let everything absorb in and just watch and see the change.
0: There you go, that's the tip for today. Cling film, apple cider vinegar wrap—it stinks. <laughs> I mean, that it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, correct me if I'm wrong, Lorna, but and this is what I tell a lot of people. So the the only time I would personally now ice an injury is if I had to get back on it. For example, to complete a race. So I wanted to yeah. sort of confuse yeah. the body, almost. Yeah. Otherwise, I just I just and numb the pain.
1: Just numb the pain. That's all it's going to do. It's not going to yeah. speed up the healing process.
0: But, but for sure you 're still going to damage it further by continuing of
1: course you are, of course you are, but you know different circumstances like yourself jeff you no know, that that was your goal to get to the end line if you 're going to do that, yeah. of course you are going to, and then we 'll deal with that yeah afterwards, exactly. yeah. but you yeah. know yourself like when you 've had bone and when when the soft tissue is in harmony, so is all the nerves and arteries running through them. I like to describe it like bends in the garden hose if the If the soft tissue is compromised, the garden hose is getting squashed, so when you take the muscle out of contraction and you know work in the body as a whole, things flow better, and people generally are they are more efficient, their bodies feel more efficient, they recover a lot quicker, yeah, and less injuries
0: Good, okay. Yeah. that all makes sense to me i 'm going to ask you a couple of questions about yourself about when you were young. I know it's a long time ago, but maybe you can still remember. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've, I've known Lorna a long time, so I'm allowed to tease her. Uh, so, when when you were, as we say in Scotland, when you were a wee girl, what did you see yourself doing when you when you were going to grow up? In prison. You <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember. You know,
1: it's not until I did this that I thought this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right? i think they have they say most people if you ask them in their 40s what they want to do most people wouldn't be able to tell you well i know that this is what i'm supposed to be doing and if anybody i mean everybody knows me knows how passionate i am about it how how can you not be yeah 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 so sorry no spaceman there you go okay
0: (laughs) so was was it a midlife crisis that led you to this point
1: (laughs) (laughs) no it was a son that needed And a mother will do anything for their kids.
0: (laughs) Okay. Joking apart, um, I mean, I I consider you very much uh, an entrepreneur. I think you guys have done a fantastic job with the business. and uh, I love your product. What what advice would you have to any budding young entrepreneur out there who's thinking about giving it a go?
1: Just do whatever you're passionate about. The rest Mm. just comes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, If you're passionate about it, it just grows on its own. And you know, like you've watched the growth of the company. We've gone from me being the therapist, the accountant, the cleaner, the the receptionist to there's 12 of us in there now.
0: Yeah. And you, for those that don't know my bone therapy, so Lorna works with her husband, Scott, who's another, uh, another Scotsman. So that can be easy. How do you manage the dynamics of that? Do you want to kill each other most days?
1: Surprise enough, we're actually all right. I know. I don't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Who's the boss? Me, of course.
1: Well, <laughs> I always get the. I always get the final say. Okay, that's, uh, I
0: couldn't, that's
1: couldn't it. Anyway. not quiet life for you. No, but no, it is technically. I started it. I started getting busy. Scots come on board, and you now know Kieran's treating horses and yeah, yeah. Lewis, Lewis is coming on to help as well so the whole family is getting
0: involved that's great yeah awesome okay I've got three quick fire questions for you then we're going to wrap up okay so these are questions we ask to to all the guests so they're dead easy I want a quick answer what's your favorite Malaysian food
1: Nasi Lemak.
0: <laughs> no hesitation there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this one maybe not so relevant to you but I know you're relatively fit and healthy so what's the one sporting event if you had the chance anywhere in the world that you would like to do
1: i want to do mind you it's been a while since i've done any kind of half marathon but i want to do a really scenic one somewhere i used to have this crazy notion that i want to do antarctica half marathon
0: okay so a scenic one but you don't have one in mind
1: uh, no, and then I went through a crazy one as well that I was gonna I wanted to actually summit Everest and I went to base camp
0: wow. okay. and realized
1: that it's really like altitude really affects me and then <laughs> me. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Third question. You've you've been in Malaysia a long time, so what do you love most about Malaysia?
1: Oh the people. The people, the weather at the beaches, the food, yeah.
0: Okay, great. So Thank you so much, Lorna. I think um, I always like to try and give a little summary of personally what what I found most interesting from from the slot. Um, So I I, I loved hearing the personal element to your story. I mean, I've heard it before and I know how personal it is to you. And I think that's probably one of the main reasons why, or one of the big reasons why your business is so successful because it's integral to your life and it's had a, it's had a profound impact on you and, and your whole family. And I think that's fantastic. Um, so I enjoyed hearing about that. I think looking at the, the rest ice compression, I would encourage people to do their own research on that. And um, it's something I have dramatically changed my view on. And um, I'm, I'm now preaching that to, to anyone who asks me about that. And I think it's important to form your own views on that do try the apple cider vinegar, it works. <laughs> I don't know how it, it does,
1: smells, but it oh, that's the only downfall. It smells. <laughs>
0: yeah. so, uh, Lorna I know is soon opening a KLCC branch of, of my bone therapy so keep an eye out for that. Um, keep up the good work. I, I'm always impressed when when I go for treatment. Um, I mean, I can no longer get Lorna. She's too busy. She doesn't treat me anymore. I'm not. I'm not important enough. But what, what impresses me the most is um, is how well she's trained her team. And uh, I, I think I've probably tried all of your team over the years. And and the consistency is is amazing and and, and well done because that's that's definitely not easy to achieve. So. Really enjoyed chatting to you, Lorna. Thanks so much, and uh, look for out having for me. this on Spotify and also on YouTube. And if you haven't yet signed up on Total Running Club for our free bits and pieces, we send a weekly update with uh, with the podcast, with news items, with running workouts, with music, coaches' tips, all that kind of stuff. You can find it on our website, totalrunningclub.com, and. Lorna's podcast will be up there within a week or so. So, thanks a lot. Thanks for your time Lorna. We'll see thanks, you soon. Jeff. okay, thanks. Okay. Take care. Take care. Bye bye.